So, hello everyone. Welcome to Much A Brew About Nothing. 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 Much A Brew About Nothing. How's it going, everyone? Hello. Welcome back. Hello, everybody. We're back. It's episode two. Episode two. Um, as you can tell, I think we're we sound better. We I think fixed our mics. It took us have. a long time <laughs> to get this working. We hired an IT guy to help us. We did. Yeah. His name is Innocent. We, that, that He's is known true. as the Mac Daddy. They did actually call me the Mac Daddy at university um, at the help desk. I helped. Uh, Campus faculty, staff, and students with all of their um, computer issues, specifically around MacBooks. Uh, one of the professors, uh, shout out to uh, what's it called? Dang, um, Morales. He exclusively called me Mac Daddy every time he would walk into the library. I love that. Morales yeah. is a saint. <laughs> that man would literally like talk nonstop about the importance of rubber ducks yes. in software engineering. This was like his whole thing. Oh man, he was great. Anyway. It's uh, it's episode two of Much Brew about two. Much Brew about nothing. 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 Much Brew about nothing. So we're gonna mix it up today. We're gonna talk about tea. We are. And then we're gonna talk about coffee. Wait. And then we're after that we're gonna talk about nothing. Yes. Nothing. A little bit of something, but mostly again nothing. We we're gonna mix up that nothing. A floor of nothing. A whole lot of nothing. We also may or may not have a guest today, but we're gonna make you wait. To find out who it is. This is true. So first off, let's talk about the tea that we have. Yeah, the tea that we have today is... It is a Tivana tea, and it is the uh, Tivana uh, Earl Grey Creme flavored black tea blend with lavender vanilla notes. It is... uh, The brewing instructions are as followed. 205 degrees Fahrenheit brew temperature with 8 fluid ounces of filtered water. uh, Distilled is really good. And then 5 minutes steep time. So we've followed those to some extent. We don't follow those at all. I <laughs> wonder, do people listen to this part I, of the podcast? I think that they do. Or do and they I, fast forward past the tea part? I think the tea part is interesting, you know, because you get a really good idea of like what the, what the tea is. Because like coffee, fair. you can explain it. It's like, oh, that makes sense, whatever. But tea is like people just see black tea, green tea, and like white tea so or something. So you say that about it. coffee, but I say that about tea. Like I, there, there's a lot of like variety. There's a lot of yeah, minutia to my coffees. We have an entirely different coffee today. You loved the one last week and hated that the one. one week yeah, before. that was like a mixture. Both were coffee though. They were stemmed out of coffee. Exactly. Here we're just getting we're getting leaf water. We are getting leaf water, but this leaf water is good. It's got lavender and vanilla notes. Did you not listen to that? But uh, <clears throat> no, I skipped past that part. <laughs> Are you come on, man. Uh, here are the ingredients though: black teas, natural flavors, lavender, and bergamot essence. So we'll get a little pour and taste. Can I get a Kool-Aid man? Oh yeah, from the audience. Oh yeah. Look at that. Thank you, audience. Yeah, let me get my little pour in there too. This is gonna be good. One of my favorite wow. black teas, actually. Er, it smells uh, good. The last one smelled like leaves. This one smells like vanilla. The lavender shows up. There's a little bit of umami in there. Like I'm getting some depth on the nose. A little umami. A little cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Salute. Salute indeed. Mm. 
Oh wow! It is, yeah. It's got a little sweetness to yeah. it. Yeah, it's a creme. It's a creme. One of my favorite teas is uh, Earl, it's not Earl Grey. It's a uh, mm. um, oolong creme brulee. Uh, it's really good. Like it, it tastes like you would expect like a creme brulee to taste. It's a black tea, but it has a nice aftertaste. That's I'm really like, creamy. I'm licking my lips from that yeah, one. It's like it's, really it's got some sweetness to it. Is this what I get when I give you a good coffee drink the week before? I get good tea the week after that. Yeah, like after because <laughs> it's, it's an on and off again relationship. I made a cappuccino for you this week. You're not going to like. Isn't it. cappuccino just watered down tea or not tea but coffee? It is neither. What no. is a cappuccino? A cappuccino. That's americano. Yes. Oh. Yeah. A cappuccino is going to be closer to a latte, but with like slightly foamier milk and less milk. The ratio is closer to one to one. They're typically about like six to eight ounces when they're served. Delicious. The the micro foams of the milk should mm-hmm. be pulling the coffee up to you. So as you sip through the milk, the milk should have a little bit of a coffee flavor to it. It's going to come in. It's uh, it's beautiful. So we're, just, so we're just drinking coffee, or not? We're just drinking milk at this point. Milk and coffee, but when you when you take the drink, go ahead and take a drink and tell me what you think. Let me, you know, cleanse my mouth. It's not my best work. I switched up beans right before we did this, and I had to like restyle the grinder and a whole bunch of stuff. So it smells like coffee. It does smell like coffee. I watch. You know, let me taste it and then figure out the taste profile and then tell you what I what I taste. I've actually never had this bean before, so I don't know what it should be. You know, I'm tasting. It's actually pretty good. I'm I'm tasting um, the, the like the the feeling that I got. Uh, it was like my summer in New York. I was at one of the. I was getting breakfast, overlooking the New York skyline, and I could just for a reason distinctly taste that like gloomy breakfast morning in this coffee. Well, that's what food's supposed to do, right? Is like bring you. Back. Yeah, you know, in like Ratatouille, when the when the guy was like, yeah, ate, he, he ate the Ratatouille back to his back. That's what it felt like for whatever reason. Just like. Went back to that moment in time. But now I'm back here. Sipping, enjoying, loving it. Mm. That's good. I think they're both good today. Tastes beanie. Beanie in a good way. Yeah. Like one I, is one is bitter, one is sweet. I think mine's got like some hints of sweetness to it mm-hmm. too. The coffee does. I I will say that I think that for the first time, our coffee and our tea are actually paired together well in a way that we haven't seen yet. And I, I do think that that's probably more from, like, I haven't changed as much with the coffee, but the Earl Grey mm-hmm. really just brings an the entirely Grey different Grey. flavor profile. Because we haven't had any any black tea. Please, a live studio audience, please try taste. Oh, see, he gets a nice uh, mug. I didn't know that that one was clean. I think you picked that up. It might not have been a clean mug. It's okay. It's my normal cappuccino mug. The tea runs it out. So we're drinking cappuccinos out of the normal tea teacups. Because I needed something that set in the size that we had. Mm. Yeah, it's a good tea. It's a good tea. Anyway, so we've talked about tea. We've talked about, about coffee. Tea. You said that you... I have some things I want to talk about. I have some things that are on my mind as well. Uh, we're going to follow... We're going to circle back from uh, last episode. We're, oh, we're going we're gonna to circle, circle back around back. to the start of the meeting. Um... We'll start with the meeting. We'll, we'll loop back around on that one. Yeah, we'll loop back around. Just put a pin in it. You know, I'll um, send an email put that a calendar kind invite. of like summarizes yeah. the minutes of the meeting. TLDR. Just put a calendar invite in my calendar. I'll be there. Uh, and just make sure there's there's like an agenda on the meeting in the calendar. Invites. We need the agenda. And then we Otherwise need to... Showing up. What are the synergies of our products? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> synergize. Energize. Don't fraternize. Don't fraternize. Don't fraternize. Not with the enemy. Not with the enemy. No. That's for sure. Never no. fraternize with the enemy. Who don't are trust, they? 
I don't know. Don't trust anybody. Not even yourself. Especially not, even, not yourself. That's especially not, not You know nobody. what? This is a tea and coffee podcast primarily. People are listening to us for the good vibes. So I am gonna I'm gonna caveat that. Trust yourself always. Yeah, you made you've this, got this. You made it this far into this episode, so you are on the right track. If you've life. made it this far into this episode, then you can do anything. If you've made it this far, I You know what you could definitely do if you've made it this far into the third the second episode of Much yeah. or Brew About Nothing, I think you could summit Mount Rainier. You could summit Mount Rainier. You could. Uh, a teammate of mine actually did that, and he gave me a lot of advice on what to do and what not to do when summoning Mount Rainier. Apparently, there are people that will be able to summit, summit it in a day. Yeah, like I think it's eight a two-day hours day or something. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. I'm so not he's like, that. definitely base. What was it called? Camp at the base camp, and then just like take it easy or whatever. They started at 10 p.m. to start the hike because Jesus. of the fact that like some like I think one of his maybe he's like old manager or something somebody told him did they want to be at the peak when the sun rose you want to you want to like um what's it called save as much time I guess in the cold he as long as possible you want to start start cold start bold and everything right so then as the day gets warmer and warmer you just take off layers and everything okay um but I think also probably for sunlight purposes as well uh and oh that's another reason why the snow is more compact and it's the ice is less likely going to break if you go at night during the then during the day interesting so it's better for your for your trajectory and everything to start a little bit earlier in the day so like 10 p.m the night before or something to at least from base camp like to get to the base camp you can start whenever you need to and everything but sleeping at like six o'clock or something to get some sleep before like 10 o'clock you're good to go all right all right that's a vibe I've got a lot of people that have signed up saying that they want to do this with me now. Interesting. So how many people do you need for a successful uh, summiting trip now? Uh, I mean, so I have two other people that have signed up to, like, like they say they're willing to go with me. Um, But what you do, you you sign up to join, like, a a larger group that Mm -hmm. has a professional guide that you pay for. Yes, yes, yes. So you're not, like, it's not just your group. It's a bunch of people together. But I'm looking for people to, like, train with, you know, to mm-hmm. to go up this thing with me, you know, because it's a big mountain, dude. It's a big mountain. It's a big mountain. Speaking of big mountains, I went skiing this weekend. You did. Yeah. yeah. I, you I, also went hiking this I weekend. I did go hiking. I got up really early, um, like an hour <clears throat> earlier than I usually do, and I need that, like, extra time in the morning to just sleep, but went to Rattlesnake Ridge. Uh, wait, yeah, Rattlesnake Ledge. Yeah, and yeah it was, that's the one. It was beautiful. Even with, the, like, the clouds, like, you know, taking over, like, the background and the skies and everything, it was still really beautiful, really pretty to see and everything. But with a subset of my team, so I got to just uh, interact with them a lot more. I realize now that something about a hike where you don't have any cell service or whatever, and it's just you, the elements, and your hiking group together, you really form a bond after that, after yeah, that experience. So it's like... I want to do that more often, but I also had soccer legs, so I nearly uh, gave out uh, through the hike because it was just basically just all uphill, all uphill, and uh, yeah, playing soccer for a while it hurts, but climbing the hike, it's cool. Yeah, no, that's that's one of the best parts about hiking, right? Like, nature is fun. It's fun. You know, you're you're out there, you're with the trees, you're with the birds, you're with the woodland creatures. Mm-hmm. You know, the same ones that, like, put on, like, Cinderella's clothes in the morning for, you know, like, they fly in I with a dress. I have yet, you know, I lived in New York for three months, and I never saw that. Well, that's because all those animals are dead in New York. Mm, you're right. But in Seattle, we got them everywhere. They're alive. So then, how, how, is, how is the hiking, not hiking, the skiing experience? I don't really understand yeah. skiing. <laughs> it's not something that ever came up in my life, so I don't understand it. I mean, 
at its basic form, like you just take a couple two by fours, slap them under your feet, and then go down you a, just a mountain. Down right? a mountain. Okay. It's yeah. a pretty crazy sport when you think about it. But it's, people fall and get hurt, though. Like people do fall. I did fall one time. Did I get hurt? Not at all. Came up like a champ. Good job, King. Thank you. Uh, but no, like it, you know, it's pretty straightforward. You toss your boots on, mm-hmm. snap into those skis. Yes. You ride up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And you go back down. And and you ride back up over and over and go again. back down. Yeah, and, and it's fun. There's, you know, the mountain wasn't amazing. It was pretty icy uh, in I some see. spots, which, you know, so that means that it's going to scrape a lot and you can't turn as well. Yeah, you have no traction. You, yeah, yeah, you Just yeah. get chains for your, for your ice, for your skis. You're right. In a sport where I want no friction, the no. way well, that I can solve it is well. just by adding chains to my skis before I go down the hill. Oh, you're right. You're going down the hill. I thought you were going up the hill. No, you don't walk up the hill. Why can't you just walk up the hill? Because it's a mountain. So? It would be like summoning Mount Rainier yeah. just to spend 30 seconds going down it. Are you going to... And then summoning it again. So are you going to take your skis to Mount Rainier and like summon it down? Do no, because I'm planning on hiking it in like July. There's still there's always snow on the peak, though. Yeah, but there's just... Snow. Yeah, but it's going to be like a very rigid part of the peak. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not really something that I want to ski down. But... Yeah, so so instead of walking up the run every time you do it, you just hop on a lift and it carries you to the top. This is true. This is and true. And then you you know dismount from said lift and then go back down and then rinse and repeat. It was good. It was yeah. a fun time. Went with some friends. You know, we we did the whole ski thing. We had one snowboarder that was fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. I used to I used to skate um, back in uh, like ice skate or roller no, no, skate. No, 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 no. Um, it's like skateboarding. Oh, I used to skateboard. you could snowboard then. Yeah, uh, I, I skateboarded for like maybe a month or two. Uh, I could I only learned how to do an ollie, and my board was like a second hand, like maybe third hand board that I got from a friend in the neighborhood, and like it was cool. It was like my persona and everything. And then you know one day the one day at school or not at school, but at the bus stop, the bus was coming. I couldn't take my board with me to school, so I tossed it in the bush. Got on the bus and then I saw a kid run, take my skateboard and run away. And I'm like, no. And ever since then, I haven't skateboarded. <laughs> did did they say, hey, skater boy, see a later boy? They didn't. <laughs> but that's going to be the uh, the title of my movie that when was, I sell the rights to it. That was such a good joke. Why did no one in the live studio audience <laughs> laugh? I was working on that one as soon as you said anything about skating. <laughs> I, you know, on Friday, now during my stand-ups with my teams, I, I tell them what I did the day before, what I did this morning, and what I'm going to do the rest of the day. But now I started to tell them what I'm going to listen to the rest of the day, too. So Friday, I said, I'm going to listen to Paramore. And you know Ooh. what? Paramore... Paramore's a lot. It's a lot, but something about those those beats, like... We, we were... Innocent and I do trivia together. We haven't been a trivia in like three weeks. We should go like trivia month. soon. But anyway, so we do trivia together, and one of the uh, things that we did, one of the sections... Yeah. One of the sections was early 2000s trivia, or early 2000s music. So I started listening to some early 2000s music after that trivia session, and some Paramore came on, and I immediately quit that playlist for good. <laughs> Why? Because it's so bad. But it's so good. Like, <laughs> it's I, I so like, it. like quintessential, like yeah, emo, emo. Yeah. yeah. There's a new tour. It makes me sad, man. Van's Warped Tour has basically come back to life, and all the emo kids that like I know, and like everybody that like really like identified those bands back in like the early 2000s are excited. About I mean, it. yeah. If it, if it was your thing back then, then yeah. like by all means, be excited about it now. It was not my thing back then. Did you listen to Lincoln Park by any chance? A little bit. A little bit, okay. A I got into bit. it after middle school. Crying in my skin. 
These wounds I cannot heal. I think that you you literally can't sing any more of that song. I can't. No, no. If we want to put this episode up. No, but I think it's different if you if you if you sing it. That's different than like you playing the actual like recording of it and everything. I am not a lawyer. This is this is true. You are not a lawyer. What's I'm not even going to say what that acronym is. I feel like that's an acronym that's easy to read but very hard to just say out loud. So imagine it in your mind instead. If you're on Reddit and someone says, I am not a lawyer, oh, but yeah. it's a brief... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the podcast episode title. <laughs> I am not a lawyer. But abbreviated. But abbreviated. You want to say that, any? You want to say what the abbreviated one would be? I-A-N-A-L. I-A-N-A-L. Just oh. say it. Just sound it out. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah, so... Did you just whisper? No, it? I didn't whisper nothing. I really hope we can we can fix that in post and make yeah, it sound nice. We don't do anything in post. All we do is add the intro and add the outro, and then that's it. That's really true. <laughs> that's, that's all, all we, we do. do. That's how we do it. You know, it's it's a humble podcast. It really is a humble podcast. With that being said, you all did get in the comments the past two weeks, and we really appreciate it because we spent some grueling hours, and by hours I mean singular hour. Did getting we, our we did not spend a no, single hour. We did okay. to Combined. get our to get our two mics to work together. Mm-hmm. That was definitely an hour. It started at one thirty. We started recording at two thirty. It was a full hour. Well, we got the mics working like maybe like thirty minutes. That's in, true. The rest of the time was just to get the coffee and, and the, tea the tea and, and all the regular paraphernalia. Yeah. The, the get the get the podcast vibes up there. Yeah, yeah. Get the vibes vibing. They're vibing now, though. They really are. We're, we're in full-fledged vibe mode now. So, yeah, so I went skiing. It was a good time. I, I think I hurt my foot a little bit because I... Did you stretch? <laughs> I did not stretch. Dude, why did you stretch? We, we, there was a hot tub afterwards. That was good. It, like, helped to, like, calm my calves and stuff like that. You could have just stretched, too. I could have just... You know what? I will stretch right after this. <laughs> I stretched this morning because I haven't been stretching at all. And I started joining... I joined an adult soccer league with some homies. And so we've been playing and just, like... What's it called? Hey, we're in the beginner league, but that first game was rough. Oh my god, it was like thirteen to three. Um, you were gonna, the thirteen. I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna comment on that. Were you gassed? We were gassed. Yeah, we are. We are gassed FC. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I've been playing like basically soccer for like the last couple of days straight. So if you've been playing thighs. basically soccer, basically. what has not been soccer about what you've been playing? Um, when I take breaks. You know, That's basically yeah, not soccer. I, I had I had a very interesting time in high school. I played soccer for like a, a season, and my uh, I think my coach said to me, "I might be exaggerating this, but I think he said to me, innocent when you're on the field, it's like we're a man down." And ever since then, oh my god, yeah. that's so rough. <laughs> Dude, I was not good. <laughs> That's the thing. When I'm on the when I'm on the pitch, I'm just a warm body. You know, I'm kind of just sitting there, positioning it so but that's hard. So like that's. That's such a rude thing to say. Like, there are way better ways to say that. Like, just leave the kid on the bench. That's why I said I'm probably exaggerating this, but it also, like, it just, that's just the way that, like, my, like, what, 17, 18-year-old mind, like, heard, like, "Uh uh-huh, okay, thank you. I'm going to quit and go, like, tap at a keyboard. You know, that was was when I was, like, the most fit, though. Like, like, cardio-wise, I was really fit. Yeah, man. High school sports will do that to you. I used to be, like, the pinnacle of fitness. Yeah. That's a stretch too, but I was more fit than I am now. That's the important thing. I visited my doctor for the first time up here, and uh, he said, "Innocent, you look healthy, you look young, and uh, I think uh, I don't ever want to see you again." Like, well, he didn't I say, don't he didn't, ever. He didn't say that. He said it. He said it like. Uh, 
you're phys- you're you're healthy. You're doing good and everything. It's it's good that if I don't see you for a while, like I only see you like once a year for checkups and everything. So I'm like, okay, thank you, doctor. You know, so like now I won't see him for like at least a year. So I have a question. You've now given us two examples of of conversations you had with adults where they you you take it way worse than what they're probably oh, yeah. saying. So the <laughs> first so time it was innocent, you're literally worse than just not having a person on the field at soccer. Mm-hmm. And then the second one was your doctor saying, I don't want to see you again, is oh. the way that you heard it. Obviously, that's not what he meant. No, that's what he meant. Because for him, if he doesn't see me, no news is good news, right? That means your client is that your your patient is doing well and everything. But if he sees me often, that means something is wrong, right? So it's like in my mind, I'm like, okay, he doesn't want to see me. I don't want to see him. We're good to go and everything, you know. Like I think that was the first time I saw a doctor in like maybe five, ten years or something. Who's who's to say? Who's counting? But uh, you know, that's fair. I yeah, I haven't seen a doctor since. I think probably since I got like my last physical in high school, so I could play baseball. Interesting. Well, uh, we do also, like I mentioned, have a guest that we're going to bring on today. Um, I'm going to give them a quick introduction before we uh, permit them to speak. Uh, yeah, go for it. So Introduce this, our, our guest, who I will allow to say their own name first, uh, is self-proclaimed the number one fanboy of Much Brew Pod, Much Brew About Nothing. They are literally our number one fan. So excited to be here. Since we have published our podcast, they've listened to every episode. I know that's huge, right? Listen to every episode. They've written to us. They've called us. They've posted on social media about us. They've literally just begged and pleaded to be on our show. And here they are, Seth. Welcome. Seth also hangs out outside the studio and like holds a sign up for us. So we love him. You are good to go, Seth. All right. Hey, guys. Wow. It's really, it's it's something to be here. It's so great to meet you. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> did, did we say my name? Have I been named? Oh, Seth. yeah. Yeah, I'm Seth. You're, you can call yourself Seth. Yeah. Okay, it is I. It's also Seth. his name. His name is Seth. Yeah, that's me. That's a joke, by the way. Seth is, he probably is up there in terms of our fans. He's not been, like, creepily following us. Seth is a friend. Seth does live in the same city that we record the episode in, though, so. Kind of. Uh, he's around from, he's from around here, so. I, 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 I drove a good half up. hour to come be a part of this. this that's, that's dedication. Seth, uh, I drove 10 <laughs> minutes, not an hour. I didn't even drive. That's a little commitment, dude. That's that is a little, little effort. I made you coffee. <laughs> That's true. Like I got your tea. Um, yeah. So Seth, I'm gonna let's let's talk a little bit about you, right? So you're yeah. you you have a PhD. I do have a PhD. I I am a I am a doctor in something, but what are you a doctor in? I like to say that I, I'm a doctor of ideas. Um, I see. That's so like that's an executive Elon Musk of you to that's, say. That's that's very corpse speak of you. Yeah, yeah. That's like that's like calling yourself techno king or serial entrepreneur. Serial Ooh, entrepreneur, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, should, I, should, I, should, I should think about that. All right, so Mr. Doctor of Ideas. Yeah, computer science. Computer science. Six okay. years of my life. Can we call you doctor? You know what? Can I call you doc? Yeah, doc. I want to get a carrot, take a bite out of it, and say, what's up, doc? I'll allow it. That's dated, man. That is dated. That is very dated. <laughs> We're modern and hip. We push P. We're cool. Yeah. Kids, get on the <laughs> podcast. Tell us your thoughts. Stage. We talked about skating. We did talk about Kids skating. do that. My dreams got crushed. Um, and now I'm trying to look for new dreams. So it's mm-hmm. been a 
a challenge. Yeah. See, see you later, boy. I did. I did try skiing again for the first time in several years, just hey. the other weekend. Interesting. Um, I am reminded just how dangerous and terrifying it is. Oh, it's so fun. I still can't scratch my back after my uh, uh-huh. my wipeout. But that's just how skiing goes for me. Congratulations. How's your back doing then if you can't scratch it? Oh, man, it's itchy. I'm not going to offer that. We got back scratchers. You know, they make that. We have the technology. We don't don't have have a back scratcher, but like we as a society that we live in and the society have back scratchers. What he's getting at is this is a solved problem. Yeah. Mm, like chess. Get back out there. Chess is not a. It's literally not <laughs> it's a, solved a solved game. No, it's not a solved game. Is Go a solved game? No, I no. Go, Go is also Tic Tac Toe is a solved. Tic Tac Toe is a solved game. Connect Four is a solved game. Yeah. Oh, okay, I'm tripping. That. Which is to say that there is a way for the first person to move to mm-hmm. make a move that, and once that move has been made, if everyone plays ideally, then you know what the end result is. Yes. But chess is not such a game. Yeah, chess is not such a game. Because we don't know what a true ideal move is. There's too many permutations. Anyway, that was way too nerdy for what we want to talk about here. So we're going to cut a, that. That's a whole lot of something. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was way too close to something and not even close enough to nothing. So, Seth, you have a PhD. Yeah. Uh, you, you went skiing one time. You didn't like it because you fell and now you can't scratch your back. Mm-hmm. Um you, yeah, you, your PhD is in graphics, bad. right? Yeah, yeah, graphics. It just says computer science, but I, I just did graphics. So that's like triangles attached together to other triangles, right? Yeah. And yeah. then coloring them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That this sounds, sounds fun. To make pretty pictures. Why the hell did I go to school for Kansai? Honestly, I, I, I don't know why. I think in geometry class in high school you get to do this too. You like draw triangles. And you color them. You know, I, I didn't do very Seth's well just a doctor either. in that. I've been drawing a lot of circles lately. Oh, okay. So, yeah. so now we've elevated. That's cool. Mm-hmm. It's neat mm-hmm. to hear where technology's come. Anyway, Seth, we did not bring you we on the podcast potential. to talk to you about graphics or something. We, oh, thank we God. did bring you on to talk to you about this doctorate of ideas thing. Mm-hmm. In particular, I just want to know you've concocted a thing. Yes, many schemes. Yes. What are we calling it? It's chili on a budget. It's what? What's your word for it? I'm gonna call it anti-chili. Anti-chili. So we've got some kind of like anti-chili, anti-chili here. but like anti-chili. You know, I, I think all of the Italians that listen to this are going to be very upset with you saying that it's kind of like anti-pasta. What is anti-pasta anyway? It's just an appetizer. It's just oh. not pasta, right? No, I think it's before pasta. So it's before Whoa. pasta, but. Antipasta would be like before pasta. Is it still a pasta or like what kind of food is it? Well, it's before pasta. So it's a food category? Or it's, it's like an it's appetizer. Food? Is what What is like, what is it kind of made up of? Well, it's like an it's empanada? Just, it's thi- like, a, like a churro? Are you eating it before you eat pasta? Yeah. Then yes, it's an antipasta. So the antipasta is a category of foods that come it's before you basically, eat Basically, it's an appetizer. Right? Appetizer. So our word is appetizer. Oh, but sure. they call it... They call it antipasta. Because they eat a lot of pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try well, this. that's not what this is. This is this is anti-chili. It's because I don't like chili, so I made this. You know, I made chili last night for my uh, ship-to-home uh, food kits and everything. It was good. I do enjoy the chili. Ship to this. home food kit is that yeah. like the hook and loop? That is of that is Velcro to like uh, what's the Hello Fresh? Well, we not sponsored. Not sponsored. What are you talking about? Ship to home food kit. Yeah, ship to home food kits. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to think of this not as. Would you think of chili as a soup? Would that be like what? It's a it's a it's a it's a stew. It's a stew. It's a stew. Well, I don't want you to think of this as and like a cereal a stew or a cereal. Well, a cereal is a soup. This is a chip dip. Oh yeah, that's that's. Okay, sound. so for those of you long at home, Seth just opened up 
Can I get like a little bit of, of that in mind? Like, he just opened a container of cottage like a, like cheese. A, tiny, a, t- a tiny amount. I'm trying to like, wrap my head around what we're looking at here. Cottage cheese? We're, I, cottage cheese is not bad, but we, we just now we just have a bowl. Oh, my God. All right. So there is. Oh, God. I'm going to take a picture of this. We'll post it on the account afterwards. Y'all get to see it. This is. That's that's the sound of Doritos. Doritos. So, the Extra three spicy things. Local. Yeah, and then and then you. There's no silverware involved. You, what? You eat it by dipping the chip and scooping. Oh! It's, I uh, already broke the chip. Okay. Use more chips. I'm gonna wash the my chip hands. dip. I want you to think of it more as a chip dip a than chip a dip? than a stew. Okay. So can I like combine? Can I like mix it and stir it up? I like consistency. You know what? I'll you know, this is a food of freedom. I'll allow you to eat it however you feel most comfortable. Okay. Wait, let me let me record this better. One second. All right, so this is a, this is a food of freedom. What? Yeah, yeah. It's it's breaking free from from the traditional molds of traditional culinary norms. I'll try it out. Why not, dude? <laughs> Sounds great. So what should I be expecting for this taste profile? Yeah, well, it's partly the taste profile, the the, the seasoning, the you know you've got. Got um, cottage cheese mixed with that uh, kind of saucy spaghettio base, um, and then and then you got the seasoning of this cool ranch Dorito. You know, I've never had spaghettios before. Yeah, well, this is. I'm gonna talk through. I'm gonna treat this the same way that I treat the tea and the coffee and everything. That's I'm a flattery. So I'm gonna smell this first. You have too much of the, of the cottage cheese smell, I think. No, the cottage cheese is fine. It's the SpaghettiOs that terrify me. So looking at these SpaghettiOs, like, that's the next step. We got, like, three different, like, pre-factory-sized shapes of ring here. The O's come in different sizes. And then the meatballs, guys. The meatballs scare me. Meatballs, meatballs, spaghetti on the side. Ravioli, ravioli, looks, bring me the formioli. This looks like... <laughs> Uh, it's smooth. <laughs> a meatball should not be smooth. And you're just going to town on this. You're just eating it. Ravioli, ravioli, bring me the formioli. <laughs> All right, and then the cottage cheese is fine, but I mean, this looks like... Seth is, Seth is our guest. <laughs> <laughs> Eat his food, damn it. I'd like to mention that this food was specifically requested for this, uh... <laughs> This episode, that, so that's not gonna make it bad. You're not <laughs> you're 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 being a bad Midwestern example by not eating his food. <laughs> meatballs, meatballs, spaghetti on the side. <laughs> I do want to say you're the first people in my life to willingly try this. Really? Mm-hmm. You haven't had like a special someone in your life that you've introduced it to? Not after I told them this. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take another <laughs> bite of this before I share my opinions on the taste. So how did you uh, conceive of this uh, delicacy? Yeah, well, originally it was out of rebellion because you see, everyone likes chili, right? It's like the universal staple, especially of the Midwest. Um, I don't like chili. In fact, my aunt made me for my tenth birthday a big old pot of chili. Mm-hmm. I already knew I didn't like chili. That was heartbreaking. Um, however, I like SpaghettiOs, um, and it kind of looks similar, so I'm like, 
I'll start nope, with spaghettios. Nope, 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 nope. Um, and then uh, I also don't like sour cream. And I'm like, well, what can I put on my anti-chili that's not sour cream? Well, I love cottage cheese, so let's put that on top. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realized it was amazing. And I happened to have a bag of my favorite chips, and I dipped them, and I'm like, wow, this is my new comfort food. I've never felt more comfortable with food. I... I'm in pain. Oh my god! I had two bites of that. Seth, but here's, I don't here's the here's why the you impo- like it. Here's it's the important thing. Flavor. I like this. Um, I don't like chili. I think chili is gross. Everyone who likes chili thinks this is gross. So at least they can have something that makes them feel the way I think, that I feel. Actually, give me that bowl back. I'm gonna. Uh, I want to see if there's a way that I can fix this. I wonder, like, you know how to cook? A little cumin, maybe some paprika. Hmm. Mm. Take all those meatballs and throw them in the trash can. You gotta keep them for sentimental values. Uh, <laughs> well, they'd probably keep on a shelf if you just pulled them out and set them there. I think they'd probably. I mean, there's probably no real meat in that. Don't remind me. Oh, I think some, meal? some cumin, some paprika, a little black pepper, maybe. I don't think garlic would mesh well with the cottage cheese. Yes. Thank you. Interesting. This has been this has been interesting. This is a learning experience. You know. All right, so so Seth, you came up with this because yeah. uh, you didn't like chili. Correct. Other people like chili. Yeah. You wanted to make something that was to them what chili is to you. That was the original idea, yeah. And then you made this, and this, you just instantly loved it? Or did you? Unironically. Was this, Unironically. It was not an acquired taste. No, no. They're already two of my favorite foods, though. Yeah, when you mix two of your favorite foods together, sometimes they, they go well together. Mm-hmm. I guess that's uh, that's logic that I can't argue with. Mm-hmm. He's got a PhD, okay? So it is you, true. You, you know, can't, you, I trust him he implicitly. Say, he doesn't say that he's a doctor of only good ideas. But he's got a PhD. So that's the time. He's a doctor of ideas. Him. Some ideas are good. Some ideas are bad. Some ideas are up for debate. Apparently, all the ideas that I have are bad ideas. Where'd you hear that? <laughs> what do you mean? Rumor has it, you know? I, I have people. They, they talk around and everything, but... What bad ideas <laughs> do you have? Apparently, bad ideas like, uh, okay, let's say... Um, what is it? What is it? I'm trying to find a good example. It's hard to think of a good example. Well, I just air out all the bad ideas of ways we should do something, so that way we can find good ways of doing something, you know? Like? See, that's the thing. I don't have a good example. I just know that when it happens, it happens. I'm confused. Next time it happens, I'll, I'll write it down. And I'll, we'll circle back. We'll, <laughs> we'll circle back. We'll loop back around. We will loop back around. We'll send an email follow up. We'll have a follow up meeting. It'll be a, it'll be a stakeholder. It'll be it'll be an iOS Notes app apology uh, tweeted. So <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Look out no, for that. Not one of those. From the Much Brew account. Yeah, from the Much Brew account, of course. Good. Good. Interesting. Yeah. So that I'm gonna eat more of these Doritos to mm-hmm. kind of. Oh yeah. Settle the stomach, I think. Mm-hmm. So Seth, what Ooh, else? PhD. What else do you have going on in your life? Oh, outside, of, outside of your PhD, of course. Yeah. Um, well, I've been trying to keep a plant alive. I can't. Oh, um, I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Most too. of most of my plants are fake in my apartment. So when someone comes over. But the relationships are real. Yeah. If only you know. If only. For if a only they could give you the carbon dioxide that. To mm. your, or they give you the oxygen to your carbon dioxide. Yeah, that's, that's it's, one that, it's a one-way relationship with them. Wouldn't that mean? Yeah, the relationship mm-hmm. is fake mm-hmm. as well. And that's why I said, but oh, the relationship. Okay, the, okay. The relationship is still real, though. You feel something, and that's the important. That's part. the important part. Yeah. What is, is that? What defines a relationship? Like, like, because you can't really know 
mm. if the other half is, mm-hmm. you know, like feeling it. So I guess, yeah, you can have a real relationship yeah. with your, your fake plan. Yeah, like are they reciprocating at a chemical level? Who probably, can really tell? Probably not, There's but study, we don't know. Studies mm-hmm. have shown that plants do feel pain. And love. And love. Mm-hmm. Sing to your plants, kids. Sing to your plants. Yeah, so that's just one thing that I can't do. What was the plant that you have been having trouble with? Yeah, I'm not even sure what it is. So when I moved here... Wait, you don't know what the plant is? I don't, okay. I don't know. I don't that know what might type, be the first plant. I don't know what type of plant it is. You gotta know your plants. You gotta take your plant out on a nice date. I get to know them. Actually, funny you mentioned this. Oh, yeah? So when I, uh, when I moved to Seattle, mm-hmm. one of my first friends I had in Seattle, she got me this plant. It's a housewarming gift. Um, and uh, when she gave it to me, she gave me some, some life advice. She said, when you're watering a plant... Treat your plants like you like you text your women. You should leave them wanting more. Um, and so she advised me to maybe water my plant like every maybe once a month or something. Um, and I still can't manage to get that right. Yeah. So, I, I mean the plant thing, not the texting. Not the thing. texting thing. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so I honestly don't know how this plant is doing. We haven't really kept in touch. It's just sort of sits on my windowsill. I am a. Uh killed many of plants before i'm trying mm. to be a bonsai dad and everything but i for whatever reason just cannot keep a bonsai alive because mm-hmm. once the winter hits you gotta like give the bonsai lots of lots of water and everything but when the winter hits ugh, i just forgot it got cold and then it just froze over and died so do you uh do you name your bonsai i didn't name my first bonsai but i didn't name my second bonsai the first one was mm. named juniper oh that's uh, nice yeah yeah one of my my roommates got a got a bonsai it's like a little Sort of coniferous bonsai. Mm-hmm. And he named it Bruce. Like Bruce. Spruce. Oh, Spruce. Oh, Bruce. that's good. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Bruce the Spruce. Bruce the uh, Spruce. Shout out, shout out to Zach. Shout out Zach. Yeah. What's your guys' favorite nicknames that you've given to things before? Things or people? Yes. Yes? Hmm. For me, uh, on the new Pokemon game, Sword and Shield, they had a monkey. Okay, monkey. There was a monkey starter and it was a grass monkey. So I named him Funky. Mm. As in Grass Monkey, that funky monkey. Like the song Brass Monkey, that, mm-hmm. you know, Brass Monkey, that funky monkey. That one, mm-hmm. I, I'm very mm-hmm. proud of that one still. Oh. Funky was a good boy. Hmm. That, that, that reminds me, huh? Um, you guys familiar with this Wordle craze? Oh my god. I'm very familiar I, with Those it. friends I went skiing with got me hooked. Oh, yeah. I'm on like day four or five now. Just yeah, to, yeah. yeah. My yeah. team at work has gotten super into it. My team too, yeah, yeah, Let yeah. me see what the, the word of the day was today. I'm going to... Oh, yeah. Have, have, I'm not going to say it. done it yet? I'm not going to spoil it. No, I've oh. done it. I've done it. I haven't done it yet today. I'm not going to spoil it, but I'm going to see if I can work the word in without you guys knowing. Oh, yeah, that's the I can't forget the word. Mine was five out of six today. Unfortunate because... I think mine yeah, was 4 out of 6, but it didn't save for some reason. There we go. Oh, yeah, I just got it again. I got it. Yeah, look at that. 4 out of 6. Oh, that'd be easy. That's no problem. Yeah. Well, well, what, bring, are your, what are your... Go ahead. I bring, yeah. I bring this up because um, I want to make a uh, Wordle-solving bot that can join all my work text groups, and we can all compete <laughs> against it. I had to figure out what to call it, so I'm calling it uh, Yertle the Wordle Bot. No. Yertle the Wordle Bot. Yeah. Mm. yeah, can, yeah, yeah. It's... Uh, like graphic, be a turtle. I, I was gonna try to find some way to maybe making a turtle out of like green and yellow oh, squares. I figured it out. I figured it out. What do you got? Okay, so I this is this is this is a public project at this point. Everybody knows about it, right? It's it's one of the my, my intern projects or whatever. It's related to a team that's already written like a research document, like a research paper on what they do and everything. Okay. Yeah. So when I was an intern, I, I like to give fun names to my projects and everything. 
So I was working with the Borg team and everything, and my intern project was uh, um, no, that's def- that's definitely out there and everything. Yeah, it's it's, it's like the guy research paper out there and everything. My intern project was to basically figure out. To basically have like a looking glass <laughs> to seeing what's going to happen if we change machines uh, from like one owner to another owner and whatnot, right? And so I called it Crystal Borg because you're looking into like a crystal ball and everything. To oh, see yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that was your favorite one? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, the name of the... So yours was Crystal Borg. Yeah. Okay. I like that because you're like looking and yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I have a question about Wordle for all of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I want to dig like we we talked about chess. You know, it's not a solved game. People have different openings. That I've been playing chess. We're not talking about that. Right <laughs> you you refuse to rematch me. I uh, no, I never said that. Set up a rematch. We'll play play again. All right, we'll play again. Buy a chessboard because I have bought too many things recently. Okay. Um, so too, when you start a Wordle game, mm-hmm. do you just like pull a word out of the Nether, or do you have a starting word that you always use? I pull a word out of the nether. You just go random every yeah, time. Yeah, I played a lot of uh, um, words with friends back in university. So, like, I just am just used to seeing a collection of letters and then, like, a possible place to, like, put the words. So, I just, like, in my mind just But think, at the start, the collection of letters is just all of them. Yeah, that's why and I think... The, <laughs> the spot is always just five blank letters. That's why I do the first five... I do the first... Um, I do the first word that seems like that's going to have characters that I feel like are going to be low frequency and then just guess So, that. But is that word not constant? Like every time you start up a new Wordle game, is that not no, it's not a similar word? It's not constant. No. Interesting. I just Seth? come up with the first thing in my mind. Yeah, I've put a lot of thought into this. Um, what the ideal starter word is? Yeah, yeah. I have an idea of what it is. It's not the one I use, but I have an idea of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'm using the ideal word, um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's got it's got a couple couple of the most common letters, and that's also I thought about where the most common letters are likely to appear in a word. Oh, see, so I don't care about their location. I'm just trying to find the letters mm-hmm. themselves. So, no, what word do you I'm use then? What do you? Well, I will I will say this. Um, I, I figured out doing some you know Wikipedia searching. Oh, you've gone deep into this. Oh, I've gone deep. Um, <laughs> uh, though the letter T is the most common starting letter. In English literature, so I mean, obviously, there's words like this, that, the. You're gonna see a lot of words that start with T. But in a dictionary, um, S is the most common starting yeah. letter. Mm-hmm. So I make sure that my my five letter word starts with S. Oh, interesting. Um, and then it ends with an E. It has an A in there. Sometimes I kind of swap up what the other consonants are. Okay, so I cover some of the same letters. I just mm-hmm. don't care about their order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I typically do Earth as my starting word because mm. I get E and A. Yeah. R is super common. And then I like to have the TH in there because it I feel like it helps to narrow down a lot of letters because you get a strong pairing between T and H showing up together. So if they're both there, I get the word. And if, they're, if one of them's there or the other one's there, then it's a lot easier to figure it out. Mm, but You gamified it. So the, the one that I've heard that more like people are using covers almost all the same letters as mine, but it's irate. So it just mm. adds an I, takes the H out. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. So then it gives you a bunch of vowels right at the start. It has a T, it has an I, an A, an E. Yeah. It's a pretty good one. I rate. Yeah. So yeah. Wordle strategies. There you go. If Honestly, you sometimes it's really hard to just ring together the word I want to use. I heard yeah. arise is another you. option. Oh. <laughs> Congratulations. What do you mean? <laughs> Dude, you gotta be sharp. You know that's like a three hundred, three hundred. That really was a three. IQ. That was a three thousand IQ moment mm-hmm. right there. See, told you. Yeah, that was that was well done. <laughs> that was well played. All uh, right. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Wordle. Wordle strats. Everyone. If you, proud listener, have wordle strats of your own, 
Toss them in the comments. Get in the comments. Yeah, feel free to text us to, you know, 253-778-6189. Again, that is 253-778-6189. I will respond at all hours of the day. Um, We'll keep that line open. (laughs) We'll keep the line open. Um, If I get too busy, uh, it might be, you know, clogged and everything. But for the most part, the line will be open and I will answer any requests that come in. Yeah, so so that's... uh... That's the episode, I guess. Then, right? Well, that went quick. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, a, that was a shorter one. I got lost in the in the sauce. Earlier. You really got lost. In the <laughs> I got sauce really there, lost man. in the sauce. You you were really going to town on those chips. It was too. it was nice. Like I had like a little chili earlier, so I wanted to really. Oh, you it. had chili earlier today. Yeah, earlier today, like right before. Kind of post chili for you. For you. Yeah, oh. this is post chili. So, so instead, instead of on instead of anti chili, yeah, mega chili, mega sonic teenage warhead chili. Oh. Interesting. Okay, yeah. Seth, do you have any, like, last-minute things you want to throw out there to our listeners? You've got thousands of people that are going to yeah. hear this. You, I mean, we have a very wide we do. audience base. Oh, you're just laying the carpet out for me, huh? Yeah. yeah. We're going to lay the red carpet out for you, my friend. This that microphone, me. this microphone. Ah. Tell us what you're working on. Yeah. Mm. What's your project for this year? Oh, my project for this year. My project for this year? Personal project for the year. Figuring out how to bike in the rain. Oh. This is a real Seattle problem. This is. Yeah, I tried one day. Um, I didn't do it right. I had wet socks, yeah. wet shoes all day. Yeah. Um, you got you to gotta bike with, like, you gotta a change of clothes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a lot of, like, a couple of my coworkers do this. And they bike in, like, a full bike suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, like, keeps them warm. Goes to shower, yeah. shower. Yeah, and, and then they just go the straight day. to the shower. And then at the end of the day, they just go put on their suits, and then they mm-hmm. bike out, and they're gone. They go home and suit up. Yeah. yeah. So if you see me out there biking in uh, rain pants and uh, rain covers on my, my shoes. Just get a tarp. You know, tarps. Tarp. Yeah, tarps um, do help. Yeah, just, uh, just say a little prayer for me, you know? So um, what's the what's the strategy here as someone who has a PhD? Yeah. If you were to bike faster... Do you think that would get you less wet? Well, actually, I uh, I'm I think I read a publication on this by um, uh, the the MythBusters Institution. Oh, and I think it was determined that it really makes no particular difference because what? if you walk slow, then the rain comes straight down onto your head, but you're going slow, so you're going to get more rain. Whatever. I have a question: If you're completely underwater, are you wet or are you dry? Like you you studied in school, you have a PhD, like. That's got to be unlocked after, like, you know, high school, right? Yeah. Um, it's got to be you know, unlocked you know, the, after yeah, high school. That knowledge, that, that knowledge in human space or whatever is unlocked after high school. You know, it is, it's, it's funny you mention that. Uh, intuitively, you would think that um, you'd be wet, right? Because yes, you're underwater. Exactly. Completely surrounded by liquid. You're submerged. Um, but as you think more about it, yeah, you're still wet. Like, it's just, you're wet. <laughs> it's just you're entirely wet as opposed to being you know partially what? wet. I, 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 now that you well, say so, it with your PhD, I believe Wait, it. so I have, a, I have a, a follow-up question to that then. Yeah. So if I am dunked in a pool, mm-hmm. I am currently submerged, mm-hmm. we've agreed that I'm wet. Correct. Okay. What if I just put my foot in the pool? Am I just as wet? Are you your um, foot? Is wet binary or is wet a scale where yeah. I can become more wet or once I'm wet... Am I wet until well, I'm dry? Joe, Joe, listen. Once you wring out your foot of the water, you're no longer wet. You're dry. But, that, so that's what I'm getting at. But while my foot is wet, I am also wet. 
Okay, take it like like this, you know, uh, glass half empty, glass half full. I bet you all didn't expect the end of this podcast to be a philosophy. No, this is no, this is the thing. This thing. This is a midwestern episode where you say your goodbyes and then you keep talking for like another thirty minutes. <laughs> You're right. We've got the midwestern <laughs> goodbye episode. We have the midwestern spend the night. You know, <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll make you some okay. coffee in the morning. We'll blow up the inflatable mattress. I'll throw some it's, fires. It's some logs dark, on fire. Yeah, don't worry. Yeah, you know, it's a ten minute drive, but it might yeah. get icy out. There. Yeah. it's... Forecast, it's gonna mm-hmm. snow. Yeah, did you check the. We can catch the game. I can throw it on. Yeah. We'll crack open a couple beers. Go with the, if we're already drinking anyway, we might as well just stay over. Are you familiar with the with the leaving phenomenon from the Midwest where someone puts their hands on their yeah. knees? <laughs> yeah, you slap your knees and you're like, well, I better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so one of, one of my friends, uh, shout out Monica. Um, shout out Monica. She, shout out Monica. Yeah, she, uh, Monica she has an idea for invention. You. So imagine you, you do the knee slap. Now that you stand up, um, but you still haven't made it out the door because they just keep talking yeah, to you. Western. See another pair of knees that extend out. Artificial <laughs> oh, a knees. Second pair of knees. So you can slap them while you're already standing. So this this is that's great. First of all, Monica, get, great idea. Get, can we patent it? We might steal it from you if that's okay with you. Yeah. If it isn't, I guess I mean, that's she's not Canadian, the stealing. So Oh, so uh, it's yeah, more so like illegal. she's mentioning from the outside in. Yeah, she recently moved to Minnesota. Oh, um, okay. Is like trying trying to get a handle on all of the the norms. So That's smart. Though. So speaking of Midwestern isms, how do you like when you're trying to like leave a meeting or something? Do you have like a, a set phrase of what you do? I typically try to say like, well, I uh, don't want to keep you any longer than I have to, or say something along the lines of like, I, well, I want to let you get back to what you were doing. Don't want to waste any more of your time. Oh yeah, I usually say, like I usually say, I got nothing else for you. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> so you're just like, well, that's it. That's and cool. well, like, like I, I'm polite enough to just like sit there, and, like let the conversation go. But when I see a perfect opportunity to like leave the meeting and everything, I'm like, yeah, you're right. But you know, it's, look at the time. I got to head out and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, look I love for a, a natural <laughs> end and like force it in there and everything. Yeah, I love being able to say, oh, I see you've got something after this, so I won't yes. keep you. Yeah, that's that true. one's a good one. Yeah, that mm-hmm. one's a good one. But too. if they initiate on still going, like, oh no, how do I make it look like? Because my calendar's empty. Yeah, there's just not like. How do I? Yeah, but you don't want to say like I have more important things than talking to you. <laughs> yes, right exactly. Because that would be rude. Oh, I say like I really look forward to catching you, catching you again soon. Oh, I say, I say, yeah, I, I, say I say something like, oh, this has been a fruitful conversation and everything. Let me go take it all in, catch up on my notes and everything, and then get back to you. And then I almost never check back up on my notes. But oh, you go for the full. I'll loop back around. Yeah, like I'll loop back around nice. if I got anything else for you and everything. You know. What we're learning here is that. Seth and I are really just like blue belts in Corp Speak, but Innie is a black belt master. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. The, the thing is, Joe's been interested in meeting somebody from my team so that way he can care from like a primary source of what I am like professionally in a team manner, like working on my actual work. If that, if you, if you fit this description, <laughs> get in the comments. Mm. Send him a ping. Send him a ping. You know, but. Yeah. At us at Mucha Brew Pod on yeah. Instagram or Twitter or Twitter. You can email us muchabrewpod at gmail.com. You can also text us again at 253 778 6189. Again, the number is 253 778 6189. Those letters do not mean anything. Have, have you um, looked yet? I mean, speaking of board games, well, have you tried to make a word of that? Out of this one? No, I haven't. Actually. Oh, yeah, there's got to be a good one. You know, see, it came in our, we had, uh, I think it was like 478 came in our DJ, and that was really cool. Cause, don't like, call that number, please. Don't call that number. I mean, you could. Like, the, the, the DJs there are really fun, they're friendly, and uh, yeah, tell them any sent you. I, I do want to take a couple moments here during this podcast to read some of the responses that we've gotten just while recording this episode about the spaghettis, spaghettios <laughs> and cottage cheese. I posted it to the Instagram account. I've gotten two responses. Oh, good, yeah. Let's hear the it. first one, 
was from John DeStefano. Oh, Shout out John. Shout out John. Uh, and he said, that's worse than peanut butter and chili, which one of our friends uh, from Iowa does. His family's from Iowa. Uh, and he says, you no longer have any room to speak. So he was disgusted. <laughs> he never wants to see it again. He attacked you personally. For... He attacked me personally for what Seth likes. Mm, uh, the second one is from Calm Mind Creative. They're a small business. Mm-hmm. Shout out Calm Mind Creative. Check Shout them out. out. Uh, and they're just asking, is that SpaghettiOs with cottage cheese on top? Calm Mind Creative. Yes. You win. You got it. <laughs> Spot on. It's cottage cheese with SpaghettiOs on top. Don't try it at home. Mm, yeah, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> so that's we've gotten two comments so far, but yeah, if you if you would like to have your comments featured on on a future episode of Much Brew About Nothing, mm-hmm. send us an email, tweet us, uh, hop in the comments of an Instagram comments. post, or any give us that number one oh, more yeah, time. I just, I just forgot it. I, it's not memorized. It's not like burning my mind. Just that's why you need a word? I do need a word for it. Yeah, um, the number again is going to be two five three seven seven eight six one eight nine. Again, that number is two five three seven seven eight six one eight nine. Leave us a voicemail. We'll play it back on the pod. Give yeah. us a call while we're recording. You'll have to guess when that is, but you know, do it. Do it. Follow our socials to actually figure out when we're posting. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, when we'll tweet when we yeah. start recording. Yeah. Do a little teaser and like a out of context. And yeah. Everything. Let people guess what's going to be talked about today. That's the fun part. Yeah. Usually it's nothing. So if you guess that, then you're good to go. What we're talking about today is usually nothing. Yeah. yeah. Today, again, nothing. I think we're really wrong it all together with the, with the nothing. If you, uh, if you really want to like take a guess at what we're going to talk about next week, go ahead and, and tweet us and, and give us your guess, your predictions. Uh, let us know what you think. Nothing will be talked about mm-hmm. next time. And much of brew about, about nothing. Nothing. That nothing concludes this the episode. Thanks, folks. Any, you wanna you wanna give us a? Actually, you know what, Seth, <laughs> would you be willing to sing us out? Uh, you should channel your inner like. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what? Give us what you got. What's this? This is a little bit, a little bit of this. Um, just gotta. You got this. We're here. That's good. Well, that's it. That's all we got. Cheerio. Nice. Spaghettio. That's nice. That's real nice. We don't have any money.